0: To another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clementson. And if you're a recruiter out on your own or just lacking general guidance or mentorship, you've come to the right place. Our episode is designed to give you the motivation, the advice, and the strategies you need to become the very best loan recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, and let's take your desk to another level. Now, today, this episode is for anyone who's new or starting out in recruitment. And because um, I, I, I appreciate that this is the Lone Recruiter Podcast. But look, I know that the people listening to this are new recruiters, they're old recruiters, they work for big companies, they work for small companies, they work for themselves. Recruiters are recruiters. I don't care where you work, we all do the same job, right? But today I really want to hone in on people who are new at recruitment and might be feeling like, hey, this isn't for me. Or hey, I kind of feel like quitting, right? And there will be someone listening, I am talking to you. I want you to know, I've been recruiting for... Over 16 years now. But six weeks into my first gig as a recruiter ever, back in 2007, so pre-GFC, I joined a company. I loved the people, crazy energy, it kind of half made sense. But you know what? I got six weeks into the job. I'd made my first placement. I rang that bell. You know, I made a little bit of commission. Everyone was partying excited. And I just felt... Dead. I, I fucking hated it. Uh, if, I, if I'm honest, I I wasn't enjoying myself, and yeah, I went to the I went to the manager's office, manager's office and I said, "Hey, I'll, I quit. I'm quitting this job." And he just looked at me and said, "You're mad, man. You just made your first placement. Like you're doing really well." And I just went, "I just, I, I just don't. I just don't think I'm enjoying this." And um, the point of telling you this is that I quit, but I obviously. I, I, I stuck around right so he gave me some really he just sat me down and said look if you if this is not for you it's not for you but I he, he saw something in me which I appreciated and he just said look let's move you from the team you're in at the moment let's put you into a different team um, to give you some context I was hired as a graduate straight out of university and I was building up an IT desk for a company that didn't do a lot of IT, barely any. They had historically, but it had been years and they had gone well into engineering and mining And at the time. And um, they thought it was time to get back into IT. So it was the right play. But, you know, getting a graduate to do it was probably not the right play. And then knowing my personality now, I, I just realised that really wasn't the market for me. So, you know, I learned a lot going through that process because going from a place of I don't like this job, I want to quit to... This is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. It's a big jump, right? And so I think it's important for and, and, and important for you and, and for, for everyone to hear, like what what happened to make me get to here? Because you're probably thinking, that's that's where I want to be. I know my cousin. He works up in Queensland, he does blue collar recruitment. I mean, if there's anyone at his work, um, you know, listening to this, I know he wanted to quit after six months. And he called me and just said, What do you reckon? I said, stick it out. I said, stick it out, give it. Two years is the number. Once you get to two years, you really do know, right? And if you're young and this is the first sort of gig you're going into, you've got time to, to stick it about. And the reason I say that is there are so many small skills involved in recruiting, like so many. Like I've said this before in other, in other podcasts, but like recruitment is pieces to a whole. You learn how to interview, right? That's just one of hundreds of skills you need to make a placement. You've got then advertising, you've got, you know, Uh, interviewing, like setting up interviews, you've got debriefing, you've got prepping, you've got getting offers, you've got closing, you've got counter offers, all these bits that you need to learn and then all the little bits in between that link it all together and then you can start to really flow and really start to enjoy this job because you're going from, you know, what what do they call it? Consciously knowing I don't know what I'm doing to just unconsciously performing the task. Kind of like driving a car. When you first start driving a car, it is tough. Oh, my God, how do you got to do the clutch, got to do the gear, what gear am I in, got to check my mirrors when, where am I looking, it's confusing but then as you get the hours up, as you start to get your logbook filled up, you go through your L plates, your P plates, now you're a full driver, you don't even think about driving anymore right, like you you go down the road without one hesitation, without one thought of, of how you do it, you just do it and I would say that recruitment is no different, it, it, it almost does become autopilot And your next challenge is how do you get to the next level? But that's the fun bit going from, okay, I'm here. I can do this in my sleep, but how do I actually get myself to the next level and increase my my volume or my effectiveness or whatever that might be. But that's not what today's episode is about. It's I quit after six weeks. How the hell did I, what what happened or what observations did I make that made, that made me stick around? And so what I want to give to you today are a couple of those ideas because it might help you. Okay. So, Recruitment does get better, I can tell you that now. But you want to just just do a self-evaluation based on some of these questions I'm going to give you and it might help you steer where you go next over the next six months to maybe make this feel like a better journey for you. So the first thing I would look at is the market. Are you in the right market? And And the reason I say that is that I truly believe certain personalities and certain people suit certain markets, okay? Think of an accountant. They're very white collar. They're very, you know, ones and zeros, and most recruiters in that market are, are going to sort of be able to deal with those people from day to day, understand their motivations, and things like that. I, for example, my mum was an accountant, my sister's an accountant, so don't don't think I'm anti-accountant here. But I'm a very upbeat, energetic person, and when I'm not met with that energy, I find it really off-putting. So you know, um, when I was recruiting for IT, people very insular, very considered. People, it, it wasn't gelling, and I, I didn't know it at the time, but I just genuinely think my personality did not meet the market. And so if you feel like maybe that's you as well, you just don't understand these people, well, you probably won't ever really understand them, and you won't enjoy it. So are there other markets that you can see within your business or that you've looked at in the in the past or looked at to get into that you go, that actually makes so much more sense? Like You might be a creative type, or you might be an artsy person that thought, Oh, I, I just I really love that agency style of um of, of of that lifestyle, the Surrey Hills lifestyle, you know, the artistic lifestyle. Well, maybe you want to start recruiting in the advertising or the creative space. That might light you up. That might get you more excited because you got to remember you're seeing you're seeing their industry through through those people as well. So if they're doing interesting jobs themselves or projects or or whatever, you kind of get involved in them without actually being you know the creative itself. So. That might be one thing to look at. Are you in the right market to to suit your personality? Um, The other thing to look at is have you got the right support? Do you genuinely feel like someone's got your back? Have you got someone you can say, hey, I need help? Um, Because a lot of the time when you feel lost, it's because you also feel like you don't know who to turn to to ask for help. Okay? And you'll be absolutely amazed at how many people in the recruitment community are willing to say, hey, I'll give you a hand. Check out this podcast, for example. We are doing this because we want to help the general community, right? And I'm not alone. There are so many people. A lot of seasoned recruiters who'd be more than happy to mentor you, um, to give you some advice. If you see anyone in your networks that, uh, that may be able to help you on your journey, even if it's like a competitor that looks like larger than life and you think, oh my God, they are so big. You'd be amazed. They probably would be happy to help you. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe my glasses are always too full, but or, or, or half full. But um you'd be surprised. Make sure you've got the right person um supporting you and you've got someone that 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 can look out for you. That can be really helpful too. Um another thing is, what is the expectation you're putting on yourself? We all we're all ambitious. We all think, you know, um we're gonna kick some goals, we're gonna kick them quick, but are you putting too much expectation on yourself? Again, I quit after six weeks and I think I expected myself to be five years of experience in, in a couple of weeks because, I don't know, that's just who I am. And I think sometimes you need to self-check your expectations and maybe your, ex- your expectations on yourself are actually unreasonable. Maybe they are really just irrational. You're probably looking at some of the top billers. You might have a million-dollar biller in your, in your office. You might know some people who are making five, six hundred K and you're going, why can't I do that? Well, guess what? You're a graduate. You've only just started. We don't expect you to do those sort of figures. All we expect you to do is the process, stick to it and do each bit well. And as long as you're learning along the way and we, we, we see the progress you're making, we see it. We can go the day you walked into where you are now, chalk and cheese. You might not be making placements, but you're always closer to making a deal than you think. Recruitment is one of those beautiful games where you could be in a world of pain. Talking to someone yesterday, they said, my head's spinning. I just, I feel like I'm my wheels are spinning. I, I'm not getting where I want to be. But when I cut through what they had, I, I just said to them, mate, you've got CVs out. You have clients who are giving you jobs. You're so much closer to making money than you realize. And recruitment is one of those games where a lot can happen in 24 hours. So give yourself a break. Reduce the expectation on yourself. Ask someone in your office. Ask a mentor. Ask a manager. These are my expectations on myself. Are they realistic? Do you think I'm being too hard on myself? They might actually take a lot of pressure off you by going, God, no, what what are you expecting? You're not making 100 grand this month. All we need is 10. One placement. One is all you need. Okay? So look at your expectations on yourself. Maybe you need to reduce some of those and be realistic. Um. I guess the other thing is if you're feeling confused, right? Recruitment, as I say, it's a it's a process, pieces to a whole. But if you're feeling confused, you just need to trust the process. If you're really early on in the stage and maybe your training hasn't been great, but it's, a ba- great. it's been a, a baptism by fire, we're throwing you in the deep end, you've just got to learn on your feet. Well, look, hopefully there's a bit of structure or there's a bit of guidance around you that says, look, do this, we get that. Do that, we get this. And sometimes you're doing something here. I just don't understand why I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Just trust the process, right? If there are people around you making money and it's seemingly a successful agency, there's probably some method to their madness. Just trust them. Just trust the process and stop putting time between your tasks. Just do the task and move on to the next task as quickly as you can. Stop sitting around and waiting for things to happen. Stop waiting um, for you to make sense of things. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. The more you put one foot in front of the other, the better you're going to feel and the closer you're going to get to being a seasoned salty dog recruiter like myself. Um, I guess the last thing, too, we're in a funny, funny time in the market. Okay. Markets fluctuate. There are booms, there are busts. Australia loves a boom, Australia loves a bust. And um, I think at the moment, we're not in a boom and we're not in a bust. We're in a real odd transitionary piece where we've come off some pretty, we've come off COVID. We've come off boom times, but but I studied economics at university. They are fabricated boom times. It was just backlog from all the lockdown stuff we had. We then had a real tight labour market. Um, we had a lot of stimulation that's been pulled. We've got interest rates going up. I think people don't actually know what's going to happen next, and I think that's what the turbulence in the market is at the moment. My conditions and what I see along um, the desks, particularly here in Australia, they're, they're all very solid, rock solid. All our markets are rock solid. RIT and a couple of other ones um, the Australian market's very solid it's the psyche that's a little bit askew and I think that um, our clients are seeing that from their clients which is we might have got a 12-month contract they're probably doing two-month increments now because people are a little bit like I'm not sure what's going to happen next therefore my behavior will act like I'm not sure what's going to happen next but the fundamentals are still okay and, and so look, markets fluctuate. If you're feeling like this isn't working, this is putting stuff up a hill, I'm getting a lot more no's than I am, yes. Maybe your market's in a weird space. Maybe you need to ask someone the question, is this normal? Are we? Is this a tough market right now? Is this a good market? Are we in boom times? Are we in bad times? Get a gauge. Where are you at? Where are you in the cycle on your market? And that comes back to, I guess the first thing I said to look at, which are you in the right market? It's a different angle on, are you in the right market? A different reason but it's the same logic like are we in the right market sometimes recruitment's tough because the market's tough okay so look I'm gonna wrap this one up it's it's been a longer one than, uh, than normal but if you're a a young new recruiter I hope you got something out of this episode don't give up it's a very worthwhile industry I've made a lot of money doing it and you will as well just give yourself the time give yourself the breathing space allow yourself to fail failing is absolutely okay. You're going to fail a lot more than you succeed when you start in this job, but you'll start to see the wins start to balance up the failures. And before you know it, you're winning more than you're failing. And you'll look back and go, why did I even, why why was I crying every day and why did I want to quit? All right. So I hope you got something out of today's episode. If you you did, please share it with your friends. Click like, you know, recommend us, you know, pop it on your LinkedIn. I see it. I love it and I appreciate it, okay? Um, if you're on Spotify, click the rate button, give me five-star review. That helps us grow. That helps other people see it. And we want to help other recruiters like you get the very best out of their desks. So that's all we have time for you today. Um, as always, may all your deals come true.